Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the ASAP podcast. This week, we're talking about the sexes. Let's do this. I don't even know where to start. There's so much to talk about whenever we talk about men and women. There is. It's really, um, it's a vast topic. Like, you could talk about, you know, the role of men and women in society. You could talk about biology. You could talk about, you know, upbringing. Like just Nature and nurture. You can talk about just like... The, the history of it. Hell, I could even think like women's women's right to vote or... Um, how the societal roles have changed over. Right. Just not even just all of society's records, just like in our own lifetime. I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I've only been around 33 years and I've seen the difference in men and women and the way they act and are treated in my lifetime. I think um, because of the world we live in today where everything is kind of instantaneous or almost instantaneous, the pace of change has definitely increased from, you know, the past. Yeah. Things kind of moved along at a slower pace. Things tend to happen a lot quicker now. I think the amount of communication has yeah. not only been encouraged, but has really, like, it's really starting to change things. Right, right. The ability of people to access information and share information definitely plays a large role in the, the societal changes that we've seen. Well, and the fact that in society now, women are actually giving a little bit more of an equal voice. So we're able to say our opinions and have it be heard on a larger scale and, and other people can chime in and be like, oh, I agree with that or I don't. You know, I think uh, I think in essence, that's true. I think women are demanding more that yeah. their voices be heard and they we've give. We've been polite they've been long given, enough. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and more power to you. I mean, shit, you deserve it. So, um... I know. So, so let's start. What, uh, what do you think it means to be a man? What do I think it means to like, be what a do man? You, like to you personally, to like society, to like on a, um, I mean, obviously there's the, there's the biological answer to that. You right. know, you know, I have specific chromosomes and, um, the right anatomy and, and everything, uh, the right anatomy for a man. Let me clarify that there. Uh, but, um, on more of a like a um, what's the word I'm looking for like a uh, uh, a deeper level than that I don't know like you know for me personally I guess and I've talked to you about this before right like I'm all for equality between men and women you know but I still feel um, like it's my job as a man to be a certain thing in a relationship or in society, you know? Yeah. Um, what, what are the roles that you feel you have to fill in order to quote unquote, be a man to yourself? Like, what do you think that means? I feel like that I need to be able to be a provider even if I'm not needed as a provider, right. you know, like I need to have the ability to step up to that plate if it's needed, whether it's, you know, ever needed or not. If I'm in a relationship, for example, with somebody and they bring, you know, equal everything to the table, that's fine by me. But if I couldn't bring equal on my half, I wouldn't be okay with myself about it. You know, do even you, if the other person said that it was fine, like I would not right. feel comfortable. Do you judge other men if they aren't that to the pre to other people or is that a personal thing? No, that's just a personal thing. So do you judge other men and be like, they're not man enough? Or do you not judge in that way? No, I don't feel like I judge in that way. Um, do you think society does? Oh, absolutely. What do yeah. you think? What do you think as a man? What do you think society projects on you? Um, to be, you know, uh, masculine and um, to be, you know, assertive, uh, to be the person who can fix, you know, insert problem here, you know, in a situation, um, the guy who could change a tire or oil on the car. Uh, the guy who, you know, gets up and works his tail off at his job 40, 50, 60 or more hours a week to make sure, you know, they're providing for whoever, you know what so I mean? So being the provider and knower yeah, of all things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 
So do you think that men drive that narrative more or women drive that narrative more? That's a good question. I, I probably would say, um, we do it to ourselves. We being men, like we drive that narrative more. Like, I don't know where it started, you know, probably in biblical times or even (laughs) before that, I guess, but it's just kind of always been that way, you know? And, and really, as you stated until recently, women didn't really have much of a voice. So that's the way it was. And, and, Everybody seemed to either accept it or, you know, be silent in the face of it. And it just kind of became the norm. I could see it also being a survival instinct of let me continue to be um, important to this woman, you know, the one that is able to reproduce and maintain my offspring, because if I'm not providing something because you know what I mean like guys can't reproduce so basically all they can do is provide and protect the ones that are reproducing right so it's one of those ingrained deeply ingrained that I have to be of service to this in order to maintain my society and community I mean you've clearly never seen junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger have you (laughs) I don't think I have actually (laughs) you should watch it another movie on the many list of movies that I've um, never watched what do you think it means to be a woman um, a voluptuous, sexy uh, woman <laughs> who is my flame, my muse. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> it is good we don't have an HR department. I would report you daily. <laughs> I, would, I would be in trouble. <laughs> no. Um, I think, to me, I think in order, not in order to be a woman, but to be a woman, to me, is nurturing, caring, um, empathetic kind of being more of the just a little wiser because of experience on some level on a social level right like um i tend to go i know i personally tend to go above and beyond and i am very driven outside of the emotional spectrum of things but i can tell that i'm an outlier amongst women (laughs) like most most don't um drive and push us and work as hard in the non like on the non-social side of things like and i notice more women are very family oriented where i've never been you know what i right. mean i have those uh natural i'm very empathetic and i love talking about emotions and feelings and that kind of stuff but i've never i don't feel like i've ever been one of those super maternal and only want to be maternal types right yeah, I've I've often found that I I felt that I don't fit in uh, in a lot of ways to the stereotypical role of a man. You know, right. um, you know, you see a lot of guys that are you know they're really into sports and they're like you know excessively macho in some cases, um, and um, you know, or they're they're working on cars and getting all dirty and and I mean I can work on cars. I'm not a sports fan. I don't particularly like getting dirty. I mean, if we're talking about grease and oil, that stuff's hard to get off. And I don't really like it. You know, dirt, actual (laughs) dirt doesn't, I'll go ride a quad and, and play in the woods and, and do all that stuff. Uh, no problem. But, um, I've never felt like I was that. And I'm, you know, I'm sensitive, you know, uh, you know, my, my, my dude calls me a snowflake because he's a punk, but (laughs) the truth is I am, I am pretty sensitive. I think you know, every guy, every human has feelings. It's just a lot of them hide them. Well, they, they act like it's emasculating to have them. Yeah, if exactly. You, if you openly admit that you're sensitive and, you know, I cry sometimes. Yeah. It's viewed as, oh, you're a pussy or you're a woman or you're gay or whatever. Yeah. I saw um, a meme on Facebook the other day that was uh, one of the popular ones that keeps going around with uh, different captions each time and you know it'll say something like society you know as in society says something or or uh my girl and then something my girl says this one was like um girl why didn't you cry during titanic don't you have any emotions have you ever cried and then at the bottom it said me and it had a picture below that of a tray you who was the character from a never-ending story (laughs) pulling his horse through a swamp now, spoiler alert to a movie that's super old, 
the horse doesn't make it. And it was a really sad moment in that movie. So you didn't cry at Titanic. Oh, no, I probably teared up but, in Titanic, but too. But I'm just story. saying, like, you know, that kind of stuff. If if something moves me, it moves me. And I'm not going to hide that. Yeah. Like, if you think I'm a sissy because of it, then whatever. Sorry yeah. to ruin your day and your preconceived notion of what I am, I guess. <laughs> and I should pro- I should probably clarify, too, because I was thinking about how I, how I phrase that. And I don't think that women can't be both, that they can't be very maternal and very driven. But I have noticed in myself that there have been so many girls and women as I've grown up that have been like wanting to get married, wanting to have kids, wanting to have a family. And I've noticed that I've been weird in the sense that I've never really driven. We talked about that in a marriage relationship. I've never thought I would get married. I never thought I would have kids. And I've noticed that I've kind of been the oddball in that. Yeah. And I mean, kind of the same for me, like um, men are, thought of as the ones that should be driven to be to find like great success and be these you know just these huge breadwinners if you will and you know while I clearly want to make a living and survive I'm not like trying to be CEO or the next you know you're not trying to work your life away yeah hell no no way which I think is that's that's smart you know I told you I told you earlier I would gladly take a pay cut in my job if it meant I had more time to myself because right. money is important, sure, but you can make more money. There's there's a million ways or more to make money. I mean, you're, um, you're never going to get your time back. That is like invaluable. Extra 33 cents than I am anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, the whole wage gap, which I don't agree with either. No. I think if a, a woman can do the same job as a man, um, the fact that she's a woman should not determine her pay, uh, right. her ability and his ability. Both of their ability should determine pay, and not their biological, you know, anatomy. There's been a lot of studies on that too, and some of it I, I tend to see the see the point and the logic, and some of it I'm like, ah, I don't know. I still feel like there's definitely a gap. Um, but they say a lot of what makes up the gap is the fact that women. Um, due to needing to miss more work, usually for children or maternity leave and things of that nature, not um, not being as as career focused first in order to put in the time to get the senior level management positions and stuff that that's a lot of what has to do with it too. It's not that it definitely still happens where check to check two people in the same position. It's not as much as it tends to be played up that it is. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I think, I think a lot of society's, um, notions about, you know, um, gender roles or what men or women are or are not capable of based on, just the fact that they're a man or a woman are at best misplaced and at worst downright shit, you know? Um, You know, you, you said it um, uh, at one point, you know, you can't fit, not in this episode, but you've said it before. You can't fit everybody into the same like cookie cutter pattern. You know, there are billions of people and billions of different personality types, you know, billions of different, abilities and and attributes and upbringings and and yeah it's just over generalizations and hasty generalizations serve nobody any 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 good yeah in my opinion well because you can have a stereotype um that's completely just you know it's just a one-off kind of example it's not the majority it's definitely minority and if it clings to your bias you believe it to be true because oh it makes me you know feel smarter for knowing this thing right we love to be right don't we whether whether it's right or wrong (laughs) that we are um so you know you think about i don't know if you heard and and i can't remember the details like person's name or or i know this was um within the last uh, six or something years i think but there was a female um, or two females who went into maybe it was the Rangers. Um, it was one of the special forces um, groups. I don't yeah. think it was the SEALs. I think it might have been the Army Rangers, you know, and I, I believe um, at least one of them passed all the training and all the trials. Now, I do not know for sure whether that person was accepted into the Rangers or not because there's the whole you know, women in combat roles and stuff right. like that. Um, but my thing is like, are most women 
going to be able to do something like that. No, but let's be honest, most men aren't either. You know what I'm saying? It's the drive to want to do it. Well, I think there is, and we've talked about this, right? There is beyond your anatomy. There are, you know, some biological difference. Typically what men are going to be, you know, um, have more like muscle mass or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it's just usually denser bone mass, yeah. uh, you know, muscle density and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't see, you know, a 120 pound petite little, you know, woman, you know, holding up to a 240 pound Brock Lesnar looking guy right. in the seals, but men are fucking monsters. But, <laughs> but should a woman come along who can hold her own against that and yeah. get through those trials to say, well, that's good, but you're still a woman. So you're not, you're not on the same footing. You're not welcome right. here. That's, that's a crock of shit, oh, dude. Exactly. That's a crock of shit. Well, you and know? That's I couldn't of- hold my own against those guys. I mean, you know, you're not going to find as many women as men who could get through, just as to continue with the example, some training like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel like you are. But you are going to find women who can. And yeah. for those people, and it's the same can be true, you know, insert any job, right? Um, you might find more women than men who will make it into ballet, you know what I mean? Because they're typically more nimble or, you know... Um, it's easier. They have an easier time with being flexible or, or whatever the case may be. Women's right. Bones are more flexible than men. But when you find a guy who can stand on his tiptoes and twirl and do all the things that ballerinas do, like, and there are men in ballet, oh, of course. Um, and they're actually extremely powerful. Like, it's, yeah, they it's, are. They're the lengths of like the heights of their jumps and stuff. You know, it may be not the best example, but, but I think my point still holds true just because you have a penis or a vagina should not be the deciding factor as to whether you are allowed or not allowed to do something. And it also should not determine your pay grade in that thing, you know? Yeah. Your Your abilities should be the determination. Yeah. How well you do your job is what should determine. And I've, I've heard like, you know, for, for example, women in combat, I've heard, um, an argument where it doesn't matter if um, you you get a woman to that kind of a high rank, she's never going to be on the front line because no, you know, no captain or colonel or lieutenant or whatever the correct terminology is for the person running it. Because I'm not that wise in the military. <laughs> we'll forgive <laughs> so, you. Uh, whoever is calling the shots, they're not going to want to put a woman on the front line because that's you're going to have a higher risk of men um, trying to protect her and they're going to uh, put themselves in danger in order to protect. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like at some point it becomes just you're in it together as a team and you do it yeah. for your team member. doesn't matter what's between their legs. Yeah. I mean, part of me feels like there might be at least a, a smidget of validity to that thought. But if there is, I think it's only because people just aren't used to that reality because yeah. it's not how we do it right well, now. You know, a good example is like the Kurds. A lot of the Kurds are women. Oh, and yeah. A lot of them are women because ISIS, ISIS yeah. is terrified to be killed by a woman, because if you're killed by a woman, you ain't going where you want to yeah. go. And I bet a Kurdish female fighter would whoop my oh, ass i'm not even gonna pretend they are bad ass yeah dude like so i'm not even gonna ass. joke so you know what i mean it, it's like it's like you said um there would probably come a point and neither of us are, are in the military have served in the military no. um but i have friends who are and who have um there's that brotherhood not to exclude you know females right. from the term but there's that you know that camaraderie that um, kind of supersedes anything else that uh, people might normally place a, a, a high level of importance yeah. on. You know, because you're what I mean? all on the line together. Yeah, I mean, if you see like your brother, as in your male <clears throat> service member, you know, companion, um, sitting there with his leg blown off, and you see the female who is, you know, on the other side and arguably less of a dangerous situation. You know, are you really going to be like, oh, I'm going to go for the girl just no. because it's a girl? I mean, I would hope not. You know what I mean? I would hope people who are properly trained and, you know, and all that would be practical yeah. and go where 
they were needed and do what was needed irregardless or regardless <laughs> of of the sex of of the people serving next to them you know yeah. what i mean it's just i think it's silly and and it might take a while to change the perception and everything but i think it would um you know it would work just fine hell people people um argue against uh gays in the military against homosexual people yeah. serving in the military against transgender people serving in the military even though those people have and do serve and before they told you I'm gay and or I'm transgender you didn't know nope. because they were you know the proverbial billy badass right next to you yeah. you know what I mean it if somebody is overly sensitive doesn't matter what their sexual orientation is or what their biological sex is. They're probably not meant for, you know, combat. Right. But if somebody is that Billy badass, it, again, doesn't matter what their sex, sex or sexual orientation is either. It they're they're the ones you want next to you. Yeah, you're if you're showing up to the plate to to knock it out of the park, it doesn't matter what you look like or how you're going about it, as yeah. long as you make it happen. And the same thing goes if you're trying to be, you know, CEO of a company or um, uh, a lead contractor in a construction site, like whatever the deal is, yeah. you know. So we uh, we did go and find some information um, from the Pew Research. Center. Well, I was going to ask you first. Mm. So since I asked you what you thought it meant to be a man, now what do you think does it mean in your standards to like for a woman to be a woman? Ooh, put me on the spot I now. Am. I'll put I'll put myself on the spot after. Um, to be a woman, I don't really know. I don't know that I've ever thought too much about it. Like I know I've put a lot of thought into what I personally find attractive in a woman you know what i mean but beyond that it doesn't but really beyond matter. me it doesn't really bother me like i don't look at a woman in any certain role and think i can't believe they're doing that that's a woman like or anything like that you know if i saw a, a little girl playing with gi joes instead of barbie i don't think i would be taken aback by it you know what i mean if i see girls wearing jeans and not pretty little dresses it doesn't bother me like i just it's is that, it's is, like passing by a leaf falling off the tree. It's just like, okay, cool. That's a thing. Like, whatever. So I'll go out on a limb that I'm assuming that this is a you thing because you're different than most people that I've talked to in that in that gender. Yeah, what, I guess so. How, how does your, uh, how's your experience with other guys? Like, whenever you're standing around doing the locker room talk or whatever. like The locker room talk. A, <laughs> trying to throw me in the bus <laughs> with certain people. <laughs> no, like... um. Because obviously in guy, groups of guys, there are, I, I know groups I have, of girls objectify men. I'm assuming yeah, groups I, of guys objectify women. I have certain male friends of mine where we've had joking discussions. We more or less talk shit for the sake of, you know, shock humor to, to each other um, where we've said things that probably would ruffle some feathers you know what i mean but do you ever think anyone's serious or are they always joking oh no 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 we're always <laughs> joking we um i believe it with you and your group of friends yeah, i don't we, always um, believe everyone's and always it's, it's not even it's not even all my friends um there's a few like literally like one or two where where you know we kind of push the limits when we have yeah. you know sarcastic discussions with each other um so you know i'm not perfect shock i know but um, I don't. I don't think I, that's. I think that's just. I, I. I think women do the same thing on some level. Yeah, I don't. I don't really try to. I don't know. I don't try to objectify women. Um, I'm. I've made crude jokes about both sexes. You know what I mean in Fair. private talk. Same. Yeah. So, but when it comes to actually Not even private talk, I do it publicly. <laughs> when it comes. To, when it comes to how I act and treat people. You know what I mean? I'm gender you know, doesn't really gender anything. gender biological sex. They don't they don't really come in come into play too much um, for me. But um, I kind of react based on how that person is. Um, doesn't matter whether it's a guy or a girl. If if a guy is you know um, not you know super macho, then you know I I won't act in a certain way. And if a girl is not super you know feminine or something i won't act in a certain way i, I just kind of react on a case-by-case -case basis yeah. if you will i think i think but, that's pretty fair too like i was thinking about in the sense of like what does it mean to be a man in my perspective and 
I, I kind of am falling along the same line is to me, it's less about men and women and more about just human in general. Like what kind of a person are you as opposed to what kind of a gender are you? Because right. I think, again, as we've been evolving through society, I think it's becoming more. I don't want to say fluid, but I think it is. It's just it's becoming more of that gray in between of like everyone's kind of allowed to be more of an individual than they have been. And if you want to wear dresses, cool. If you want to wear pants all the time, cool. It doesn't matter if you've got a penis or a vagina. Do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. To um, to answer your question, though, that you would ask me, I have definitely seen um, other guys uh, act in that stereotypical uh, way, if you will, where they feel like women have a certain place um, that women in their lives may not agree with, but mm-hmm. they feel that way because they're they're men. And I'm not really close with a lot of people like that. I mean, I may know a few, you know, that are that are more like that than me. But you know, the birds of a feather, right? right. I don't tend to associate with people that are. Um, Close-minded and shallow. Well, that's one way to put it. I was going to say <laughs> vastly different from me um, on on pretty fundamental things, yeah. in my opinion. You know, I'm I'm all for um, uh, associating with and being friends with people who don't share every opinion that I have. You know, and don't agree with everything I have to say. I think that makes for you know lively debate. And anybody right. that knows me knows that I love to debate, even though I tend to get um, worked up sometimes oftentimes. Uh, but I don't make it a point to seek people out who, you know, like I'm not going to go out and hang out with somebody who is, you know, just a downright racist or misogynist or, um, somebody who's Islamophobic, you know what I mean? I I mean, I'm an atheist and even I'm not going to blame an entire group of people who practice a certain religion for the acts of, of some of those people. Like it's just, Stupid, you know, be the same thing. If somebody came up and said all Germans are Nazis, I'd be like, my grandma and my mom are Nazis. Like, that's right. stupid, you know, even though I've called my mom a Nazi myself <laughs> and, and joking. And but you get called a Nazi. <laughs> I do. I do. My uh, one of my friends always says I not try because to he Nazi actually, things. Not because he is. A, I will vouch. He's not an actual Nazi. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's make that clear. I am not, um, not. I am not genocidal um, or anything like that. I just tend to want to dominate a situation i guess damn it i just want damn it i'm that stereotypical do what i want to do so i was at a little little side story here real quick at a friend's birthday party uh years ago several years ago at least and we were at a bar slash arcade you know you go into this place and Maybe you have these where you live. I don't know. But you go into this place and if you're buying drinks, you can play all these old like 90s and 80s arcade games for free. Like the whole time you're there. It's Fun. pretty sweet um, if you're our age, if you're in your you know 30s or, or older and that was your childhood. And at some point I went up to this friend of mine whose party we were there for and I was like, hey, we should go get some pizza. And he, and this is this is the friend who I've had these shock humor moments with yeah. and everything. And he looks at me and he's like... He's like, you're always trying to Nazi everything up. He's like, quit trying to take over my birthday party. And I was like, well, dude, it's just a suggestion. But yeah, it's uh, it's one of those situations. But um, but yeah, I tend to not associate with people who are extreme on on things. Do you, you know? call that stuff out when you see it? Or is that one of those just like, oh, roll your eyes and just not talk to them? It depends. If I hear stuff like that, that I consider to be extreme from people that I associate with on a regular basis regular uh, even irregular is what i'm saying i mean i'm i'll say this if i it, it it really depends on the situation if i'm you know walking by uh somebody and they you know say something that i consider distasteful or disrespectful or or any of any of those things um it depends are they saying it to me are they saying it to somebody else and how is extreme it a joke? is it yeah serious? is it a joke how extreme is it what, what situation are we in what's the environment like there's a lot like i've definitely been somebody who opened my mouth to complete strangers and i've definitely been somebody who opened my mouth to people who were very close to me um so i would say it's not out of the question that i would tell somebody off doesn't matter right. if I've known them for 20 years or I just walked by them in the mall. I've done I've done both. I've done both where somebody I know or somebody I don't really know 
has said something that made me go, uh, say what again? <laughs> right. Say, hold up a second, what'd you say? <laughs> right. um, but then there's been other times where I just like, I'm not going to engage this because if I engage this, it's going to take up my whole day and probably ruin it and it's not worth it. And this is going to be a piece of shit after we leave. So let's just keep it moving. Yeah. You got to weigh a lot of options, right? Like you just, you got to weigh your options. You know, am I going to get my, my, my ass whooped or potentially get my ass whooped or even get uh, maimed in a fight that I could potentially win, but still come out, you know, with some, with some bumps and bruises and cuts or whatever. Am I going to risk that because somebody, you know, uh, slighted me or I heard them slight somebody else uh, in a, in a relatively minor way. You know what I mean? Probably not. Like, what is it going to solve? You know, I I hear somebody say something that, you know, on a scale of one to 10 between being completely benign, 10 being, you know, the, the worst thing you could hear someone say or see them do. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's say they, it's, it's like a four or five somewhere in, in the middle. Is me approaching them? I mean, is it is it going to change them? You know, I would rather, I guess, try to uh, elicit change in people through something like this here, through this podcast. You right. know what I mean? Well, than th- calling out every individual Tom, Dick, and Harry for being a fucking douchebag. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, I think this is also where maybe the you know the the gender differences can kind of where you can kind of see it a little bit more as a girl slash woman i always i always call myself a girl even though i'm in my 30s now well you you objectively are a because girl because i am even though but you're like not people a say that and they're like you're but you're a woman and i'm like yeah but i don't feel like i just i'm i'm just a girl they you know you boy, should I'm respond to that with you should be like i am the woman <laughs> right don't you know it um we get approached a lot especially by men in the dating scene with less than oh ideal uh approaches and it is a it is an often how am i how am i going to respond to the situation yeah. like just because the the stories are true people if you don't know like guys send unsolicited dick pics guys will send messages asking about your panties like these things happen because they think I, honestly they happen because sometimes there are certain women who either really like that and are attracted to that and if a guy's forthright and open and all that she wants is dick she's going to get it or that they're so desperate for somebody to pay attention to them that they'll accept them being treated kind of just like a piece of meat as a guy who has sent one dick pic to a girl i was dating after she asked for it and still felt weird as hell doing it. And I probably won't ever do it again because it just kind of weirds me out. I'm certainly not going to send it to somebody I don't know and did not request it. But I will say I feel like guys do it, A, for the same reason a lot of people do a lot of stupid shit on the internet because they can hide behind their computer. Yeah. Um, and B, because they, they think just that highly of themselves you know what i mean that like everybody wants to see their dick now, i will or say if it's all they think that they have to offer I, I don't know i will say this i know from from having conversations with you in the past i remember when we went out uh and grabbed food that one time mm-hmm. at that pizza place that is amazing um not gonna drop a plug but you know <laughs> what i'm talking about um and you know megan wasn't showing me dick pics she had received no. what you were showing me then was um one guy who had messaged you and was just completely slamming you based on your physical appearance yeah. you know what i mean and just completely just 100% asshole you know what i mean and i'm like dude i started i tried to look for this dude's facebook <laughs> profile <did> <laughs> um because i was going to i was going to say something to him i was going to be mr macho on the other side of a right. of a the internet i was on my phone so i can't say computer but you know yeah that stuff if if that dude had come up to my dear friend here and said anything even remotely close to the things he had said in that chat to her i would have not only opened my mouth i probably would have fucking broken a chair over the back of that dude's head well yeah because they don't do it in person that's that's they true they do it whenever they have a, ca- uh, a computer hide my, because actually seeing pain on somebody's face when you try to tear them down hurts a little bit well i don't even know if it hurts or you're just a pussy in real life that's what and it you is. wouldn't do it but my point in in this is 
um, I've talked to Megan and I've talked to other female friends of mine and it, you know, and I've talked to women I'm not close to, and it seems to be pretty universal. Like women get inundated with, you know, harassment, dick pics, and all this just awful shit. And I am not, I mean, like I make my crude jokes to, to Megan, of course, um, but we both make crude jokes, so that's do. kind of our and, relationship. And I make my, you know, I have my quote unquote locker room talk here and there um, with, you know, a few of my friends right. sometimes, you know, just to get a laugh out of ourselves. But I am not the kind of person who is going to actually go up and treat somebody with disrespect. And I'm not being disingenuine or disingenuous, I think is the word, yeah. um, by, you know, having you know, uh, kind of a, a shock humor session with, with one of my male friends and then going up and playing nice to a girl. Like I'm not being fake, no, you it's know, the relationship you have with that person. Yeah. I don't think it's right to, to do that to people. Right. You know what I mean? Even if in joking with a friend, I find certain things funny. Um, now I don't, you know, want to point out, I don't get like real nasty and extreme, but, but I'm sure that it, some people, would find problem with some of the things, you know, that I have said or do say or, or whatever. I you're just not going to make everybody happy. So it's whatever. It's also just the opening. Like if you're literally talking to somebody for the first time ever and you're supposed to be presenting your best self, because that's the way that I kind of have been raised is that you have manners, you have common decency, you give respect. Um, it's kind of the... Like, not just rude, but like the level of intimacy your genitals is. But, like, let me, it's let me so go back, crazy. Let me go back to that one to 10 scale, right? <clears throat> if if 10 is sending a dick pic and flat out asking a girl like, yo, you want to fuck? You know, and just being right. completely upfront with it. And a one is, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm like a negative 0.5 <laughs> or something like that. Like, I'm You're so... Not bad. I'm so... Um, shy and probably overly sensitive in some ways for for a typical guy you know i find it hard to go up and even you know say more than just hi to a girl that i find attractive and i don't already know um megan knows this well because i have uh, sarcastically whined <laughs> to her i'm like oh. help me pick up girls <laughs> Like there's this cute girl and I couldn't talk to her and she just left and she walked out of my life forever. I'm going to cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> you know, so I, I, as a guy, I cannot understand where some of these guys, a lot of guys apparently because have the audacity. Game. That's what it is. They look at women as numbers. You aren't special in any way. You're literally a wormhole. It's and just I'm just going to throw this out here, throw the biggest net I possibly can, say yes to every girl on Tinder, and I'm just going to cast out my net. And eventually one of them is going to let me bump I mean, least. look, I'm all about, you know, getting my pickle wet too <laughs> and not having like a strong committed thing going on. Like I like FWBs. You know, but that doesn't, to me, that doesn't mean I'm going to treat every, because even to me, like, I mean, unless the girl you're going after has like no self-respect or anything like that, exactly. like even, even somebody I would want as a, as a friends with benefits, like I still want to treat that person decent, right? Lest I lose a friend with benefits, I guess, I I, you know, and it's just not right. What's happening more and more is women are getting used to this. Oh, this is the dynamic. All you want is sex. All right. Are you attractive enough? That's all I'm going to use you for. Bye. Yeah. Like, I think more and more women are adopting that. And then that's when the whole slut shaming thing comes into play. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you sleep with all these men. Be like, oh, that's yeah, that's a whole other like, thing. Wait, if, what the hell? You're done? You <laughs> You've know, if, done if, this forever. Like, if I boast about the, the number of sexual partners I've had, like I'm some kind of player or pimp or, you know, uh, I've, I've achieved some, you know, victory status. level in the game of life. And if a girl does it, even, even half of, of the numbers I would put out, like she's a slut or a whore or, you know, something like that. It's, it's disgusting. It's demeaning we, for us, but encouraging. Yeah. It's, for you guys. it's, it's fucked up. Um, we could r ramble on about this specific thing, um, for probably hours. <laughs> for hours. Um, but let, let's move on here. Um, we did go and find some information. Um, I mentioned this a little while ago or started to, and then we kind of got carried away there. Right. Um, although it was relevant. Yeah. Um, 
the Pew Research Center. Um, hopefully, most of you know what that is. If not, you can check it out. Um, PewResearch.org, I believe, is the website. We'll, we'll, throw the link in we'll the put description. the link to uh, the information we got in our show notes. Um, but it's um, what society values most in men and women. So they did a survey of X number of people between whatever age. The information is on their website. And they give a list uh, for men and women. And I'm just going to read off. So this is from greatest, um, highest percentage of what society values to lowest percentage. For men, the the top five um, are honesty and morality, 33%. uh, Professional and financial success, 23%. uh, 19% say ambition and leadership. 19% also say strength and toughness. Um, 18% say hard work and good work ethic. Uh, for women, um, this was not a surprise to me. 35% say physical attractiveness. I've said this before, uh, maybe on one of our episodes briefly and, and definitely in conversation to Megan. Um, I don't look at just someone's looks when I'm seeking out, you know, um, a potential partner, a romantic partner. Uh, but looks are important people always say looks aren't everything and that's true they're not but they're something like i could love your personality to death but if i'm not physically sexually attracted to you we're not going to have much of a romantic relationship we might as well just be friends and you know uh, people like what they like it's shouldn't be feel bad about it i guess even though i sometimes do uh so anyways 35 percent uh think physical attractiveness is the um an important thing feature in woman women um uh, 30% uh, say empathy, nurturing, and kindness. Uh, 22% say intelligence. And then it kind of drops down. 14% say honesty and morality. And 9% ambition and leadership. So only 9% of people surveyed said ambition and leadership. Hard work, good ethic. Uh, yeah, good are, ethic. are good for for women or and something I, they value in women. I think that's kind of interesting Crazy. because like the the top 5 for men that you listed off, the next the next two after that are physical attractiveness and empathy, nurturing kindness. Um but beyond Both that, at 11%. Yeah, but beyond that it's like loyalty, intelligence, family oriented and politeness. Like those things are very social like dynamic um stuff, but it's not expected it's not expected from them on the same level. But like women, but women, it's like you have those four top things where you're attractive, you're empathetic, you're intelligent, you're honest, everything beyond that, your competence, your independence, how polite you are, how how good of a worker, none of that stuff matters. Right. <laughs> it's just the fact that you're hot, you're nice to me, and you're smart. What do, um, what do you look for when you're considering somebody for like a romantic endeavor? Um, I, I agree with the honesty morality. That is usually... Right. Because it's one of those things like that is a level of attractiveness to me, how you treat other people like that's that's always a tell. If I go out to dinner with a guy, how he treats the wait staff, how he treats strangers. Does he hold the door for people like how self-centered is he? And that's a super turnoff. Better put a ring on my finger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like we're talking about like professional financial success i've never really been that like to me if a guy can take care of himself that's good enough for me like as long as i'm not sitting there having a yeah you don't want somebody you're gonna have to prop up exactly it's like i'm gonna support you in ways anyway i don't want to be your i don't want to be your sugar mama like that's not something i'm cool with be my sugar mama and they're done that (laughs) (laughs) here we go with that harassment stuff (laughs) um but again like you have to be attractive to them but i think physical attractive it's super relative it like is. Yeah. for for women they hold it to this high level of you have you have to be physically attractive because i think men not only have to be attracted to you but there's a level that they also want other people to be attracted to you in order to validate right. that they're attractive right to me i've always been like as long as i find the guy attractive i don't really care too much if other people do um i think i like men who are traditional seen as attractive but to me that's never really been the highest up it's more about like who you are as a person like are you a nice person are you consider are you intelligent um like can also just can i take you because i have a bunch of different friends and a bunch of different uh personalities within them like i've got conservative friends i've got you know super liberal friends i've got gay friends i've got straight friends i've got 
black friends, white friends. Like I've got all of these different groups, all of these different like cultures and personalities. And I feel like I'm a social butterfly. To me, I've always needed a guy who was a bit of a social butterfly. Like I need to know that if we're going to go hang out and shoot the shit, that that's cool. But also I can take you to a work meeting and you're going to be able to professional and you're not going to get drunk in front of my bosses. You know right, what I mean? Right. So that's usually been more of my, what am I attracted to for a guy thing? Right on. Yeah. I mean, I think that seems totally fair. Um, you know, for me, it's, um, physical attractiveness. Like, again, I, I have to be, I don't know that that's, I wouldn't say that's the most important thing to me. Um, but it's definitely going to be the first thing that, that I think grabs anyone's attention, um, is the way somebody looks before you, unless you already know this person and have, and have built up some other, you know, deeper connection with them. Um, the first thing you're going to notice is, is looks, but, uh, I want, I, I look for intelligence. You know what I mean? I, I could, you know, just, just have a one night stand with, with any good looking girl, good looking to me that, right. you know, couldn't add two and two and figure out that that was four. You don't you know need to I'm take saying? her home to mom. I don't need to take her home to mom or even listen to her stupid shit <laughs> the next day for that matter. But um, if I'm going to be building a relationship with somebody, like there's got to be intelligence. Yeah, you know? I often get credited with being a fairly intelligent individual, although I, I think people are overstating my my attributes um, there. I'm rolling my eyes at you. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I know I'm not an idiot. You know, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lot of book smarts, so to speak. Um, I don't not have a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm intelligent um, to, to a decent level in, in that regard. But I think what makes me intelligent is the way that I think about things. I think and, just the fact that you're like a that. deeper thinker. Yeah, a lot so, of men tend to be a little more shallow, hence the only four things that they tend to find important with women. Right. It's just that simple man kind of mentality. So I want somebody who who is at least, you know, close to that with me. Somebody I can have a conversation with um and shares, you know, similar interests and stuff like that. I, I definitely I'm looking at the list here. Honesty is um important to me. Um, I, I too don't want to, uh, again, I want, this is kind of, I feel weird because I don't want, while I said, I want to be able to be the provider. I don't at the same time necessarily want to have to be, to the, be provider. the provider yeah. either. You know what I mean? Like I want you to be able to, you know, stand on your own and not just because I don't want to carry all the weight, but I think also if you can stand on your own, your self-esteem is going to be higher than right. somebody who depends on everybody else for everything. They might have a little bit lower self-esteem. And or I worry that that would, that would require like constant um, reinforcement for me that they're worth something or worth whatever. You or know. they have a princess complex where they think that they deserve to be treated. Oh, that well, that's the of. other end of the of the fucking <laughs> an, annoying spectrum. You yeah. know what I mean? I I don't want somebody who thinks that they're like the shit. And they're doing you a favor by being with. Um, you. Yeah, and I don't want somebody who thinks like they aren't shit. You know what I mean? Right. At all? Like I don't want either extreme. Honestly. Uh, I want a level-headed or as level-headed as is reasonably expected with somebody like myself, Right. you know? Um, yeah, I want somebody who, what does this say? A lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. That's, that's what I want. All right. Yeah. Giggity. So. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's kind of funny. I'm looking at the the female, the women traits. And I'm like, I feel like I hit all of these except the physical attractiveness. Okay, I know I'm not hit in the face, but I'm no, a big you are girl. not. You are and, not an unattractive girl. But I think by society standards, since well, I if am society a is dictated girl, by Victoria's Secret, then yeah, yeah well, you know, or Maxim magazine dicks. or Sports Illustrated, <laughs> dicks run a lot. <laughs> but I think it's one of those like I can. I think I am physically attractive, but it's more of like I have to be the dude's type. And we had talked about this before too. That there was an interesting study, which I don't have sourced right now, um, but I do know that it is a thing that happened. I did hear about it where they did a study on men and women, and it was based on um, what you are sexually attracted to. And the way that they ran this is they had 
them fill out a questionnaire ahead of time of like tell us the things that you are attracted to like for men are you attracted to straight porn are you attracted to gays are you attracted to you know whatever it is same thing for women they threw everything in there like anime bestiality like literally anything you could possibly think of put these people in a in an mri machine hook up things to their you know their heads their body parts genitalia to see and sense arousal and any sort of you know stimulation in that area um and they noticed that men basically aligned with what they say they're attracted to. Um, so they would base they were showing pictures of you know the, the different things, and a man would have a physical reaction to the things that he's generally attracted to, and not have a physical reaction to the things that they're generally not attracted to. Whereas women, on the other hand, were across the board attracted to almost everything. So it was very interesting how women would say, "Horny motherfuckers," right? They would say that I'm into straight or I'm into lesbian or this or that, but things like anime and bestiality and all of these other things still had a similar effect on them. So I dirty, dirty girls. <laughs> I think it's just interesting how like attractiveness is so personal to the person, um, and that men like physical attractiveness to them. It is. A, a general like women need to look this way to be attractive and you know what i don't know how yeah, you know what i've i've always found interesting uh, i've thought i've mentioned this a lot to uh people uh, through the course of my life what i find interesting about attractiveness right now i have i guess a type of girl that i'm attracted to um but that's more that's kind of broad you know and in, in, in a sense because um i've always said you could line a hundred five hundred a thousand girls next to each other and they all look different. You know what I mean? Right. But they could all be beautiful still. Like, uh, you know, they, they all have different colored eyes, different eye shapes, different facial structures, different hairstyles, hair colors, different heights or slightly different builds. You know what I mean? But they're all beautiful, different lips, different, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like everyone is different um, to where, you know, you, you could clearly identify these are two different people. You know what right. I mean? But if you ask me, like, is she a 10? Is she a 10? I'd be like, yeah, they're both 10s. You know what I mean? And they don't look the same. But I do have a general type. You know, I, I tend to go for girls that are my height or shorter. You know, I tend to, to go after girls that are petite um, is the term I often use. You yeah. know, um, I'm not a very a large guy as far as my build goes, you know, so I like Again, this probably goes to how society has made me feel, you know, growing up. Um, I feel like a girl that is as tiny, if you will, or tinier than me build wise makes me feel more like a man. Yeah, it makes me feel more like a man, I guess. Yeah. Like I'm probably setting myself up to never get a date um, <laughs> well, no, ever again. I but I, I think that does speak to something that if there is that a man wants to feel like he is bigger than and a protector of. Yeah, and you know. it's not because I feel like I want to dominate that person right. or, or anything like that. I don't know. I, I just um, – I, I could probably come up with a, a, a ton of reasons um, if I sat and thought about it long enough, and I, and I suppose I, I haven't for the most part of my life. I just know that when I see, you know, X type of woman, I – my eyes are locked. You know what I mean? Right. My, my attention is grabbed. My, you know, my, my funny parts are <laughs> stimulated. <laughs> like, Do you but, feel it? <laughs> down in your plums. <laughs> so, and, and it is what, and I don't, it's not really like a conscious decision. I think it goes the same for women too. And it goes from the same for me too. Like I have dated guy, I dated a guy who was shorter than me and it did feel weird. And I, I felt bad that I felt felt weird about it because I wanted that was the reason I had gone on dates because it was one of those like I wanted to give him a chance he seemed like a nice guy but there was just that that kind of kept nagging at me right and I hated myself for it but I was like you know what it maybe I am shallow but I like a guy who's taller than me I just do my uh my mom has told a story several times so when her and my dad around when they first met like dad came dad came over to pick her up for a date yeah and mom had agreed to go on this date and then was going to back out of it, right? Because my dad isn't tall. He, I mean, I think uh, before he got the age he is and started shrinking, um, he was, you know, 5'8 or 5'9. And right. I'm, I'm about 5'8. Uh, and mom, I guess, was like, you know, my grandpa, her, her father was like, uh, you know, Rick's here to pick you up or, or whatever he said. And she was like, oh, I'm not going. And he's like, why? And she's like, he's too short. 
And, and my grandpa was like, woman, you're going on this date. Like you, you promised. And now they've been married for 42 years. Right. But my mom was like, if, if, if it hadn't been pushed, like mom very, very well could have Let's stood see. my dad up and I wouldn't be wouldn't here to be grace here. you all with my nonsensical bullshit. <laughs> but see, I think that's, that, that's also the shows that I was trying to give it a chance. You know what right. I mean? Mom, and there were oh, other mom. things that weren't <sighs> attractive. So that was kind of the ultimate. I mean, my mom is a woman it, but who, it definitely was a, a factor. My mom is a woman who gleefully re recants or recounts stories, not recants, recounts stories uh, of her having her and her lifelong friend, uh, one of the first, if not the first friend she made when she got to the United States from Germany, uh, going into bars and having guys buy them drinks and stuff like that. My mom told me a story one time where, you know, she decided, okay, I'm, I'm done with these guys. Like she never had any intention of going home with any of these guys or anything like that. It's just my, fun. You know, it was just fun. And, you know, my mom was a very attractive young woman and uh, she still looks great for the fact that she's almost 71 years old. Like <laughs> you would not guess it, but, um, she she went as far as to climb out a bathroom window in a bar to get away from these guys. Left her leather jacket on the bar stool and everything. Did not care. She's told me stories where her and her friend would have these guys following the car and then they'd go one way and lose them real quick. It's just <laughs> I'm like Jesus, mom. It's no wonder you're not dead or somehow right. like God. But, She's a ballsy um, woman. But yeah, I uh, you know like if I see a tall a tall woman, you know who still generally fits what I find attractive. You know what I mean? A certain build and and whatever else. Um. I, I'm still attracted to that person. Like, I'm like, man, she's hot. You know right. what I mean? And, you know, love those legs. You know, <laughs> most guys like legs and um, long legs are not a bad thing. <laughs> but when what? I think about being out in public and that girl bending down to give me a kiss. So it's like, the societal pressure like on I'm, you. It is. I'm going to just come out and say it. It is. It is. I'm so sorry, tall ladies. Like, I, I, I mean, you know, no offense. You probably don't care. You, you, some of you might not want a guy that you think could be your child because he's so much shorter <laughs> than you. But yeah, I guess it is a societal thing. Like, I just feel, I would feel, the what's the word? Others. Like, emasculated. Yeah. Your girl's bending over like, oh, you're so cute, you little. Kisses you, you on the forehead. You, you're, you're just my little puppy dog. Licks, licks like, her thumb and wipes the mustard from oh my your corner God, of your mouth. Dude, like, <laughs> let me just clean you up there. A little sparky. Uh, God, dude. I'm sorry. I am a piece of shit. No. Society. You've done this to me. No, it, it's it's the same. Same thing. Yeah, if it, I'm if just trying to be honest. Because the other thing is I'm only like 5'5". Five, five. So if I'm having to bend down, you know what I mean? That's that feels, You're like, there's a problem here. Feels, right? It like, just feels weird to me right um it's not that it's wrong but it's just a personal thing some people don't give a shit about that and some I of think, us suck <laughs> and i think ultimately the truth is is it comes down to like your per it comes down to the person it doesn't matter because when you eventually you know if you find the person that you ultimately want to be attracted whether they're man woman or other um it doesn't depend it doesn't matter totally on the physical features it literally is who they are as a person yeah i think this kind of speaks to uh, another question you know what pressures do or have you felt on you from society um at least in a way i think what we just kind of what we just were talking about kind of yeah. speaks to that you know i feel like i being a man should be the the, the taller the the broader the you know what i mean just yeah. the overall uh, bigger bigger individual and one, but I'm, I'm but, going to to <laughs> go go home tonight with such shame. But real, but realistically, like I feel the pressure of not being attractive enough. That's something that I feel as a woman when I'm dating a guy. I have an insecurity about because I'm afraid that society is going to judge him for being with somebody who's not traditionally attractive, and that he would feel emasculated because I'm not traditionally attractive and things like that. So I feel that pressure too. But I've kind of just adopted that fuck it mentality of like either you like me or you don't. And if you're really going to judge me based on 10 seconds of seeing what I look like, then you're a shallow person and your opinion doesn't matter. Right. So that's kind of the mentality I have to take in order to not shame myself into staying in the house all the time. <laughs> Right. But it but it definitely plays a factor. Yeah. And I think that's also a reason why I want a guy who is a little taller than me, a little bigger than um, you know, just the same height as me. I I want it to have that bit of appearance of like, you know, he is the bigger person in the room. Right. And the proper sounds, proportion. Yeah, yeah, it sounds weird, but it's something that is I've noticed and I do consider. Yeah. It's um 
you know, I took a, a brief, but um, a class in college um, on sociology, and I found it very interesting because it is, it's, it reveals a lot about yourself and about society as a whole when you start to look at the ways things you don't even consciously think about affect you. Oh, and start sure. to acknowledge that they do affect you oh, and sure. you act in a certain way because of the the perception you think others have um it makes me think of a um a quote which i may not get exactly right and i cannot remember who said it um if anybody out there listening to this knows you know please let me know but it it's basically i am not what i think i am and i am not what you think i am I am what I think you think I am. I've heard that before. Might have to listen to that one a couple times over, people, if, if it doesn't sink in at first. But yeah, it's basically, you know, our idea of what, you know, what we think other people's idea yeah, of us is. Yeah, what other is. people's judgments is what but it's not even yeah, we are. But it's not even their actual judgments. It's what we think, think their, their judgments, judgments are. are. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So anyways, we'll we'll skip along here. Um, sex, gender, and gender identity. Those are, those are, um, some things that have been in the forefront of public discussion today. As far as, you know, I think it's historically people think that there are, you know, there's just two things, right? There's male and there's female, and they tend to conflate terms. And I think that causes a lot of confusion and, um, um, pain. And I guess in some ways for a lot of people. Yeah. I so, think. This has been a very general discussion of like the traditional guys and girls conversation. It does get much more complicated once you get into the gray area of like gender, gender identity um, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't want to delve too deep into this topic. I, I did want to brush over it a little bit because mainly because I, I want to, you know, clarify um maybe for my own satisfaction here that as we've discussed um, pretty, pretty in depth here, sex or the sexes, um, male and female, you know, your biological makeup, your, the chromosomes that you're born with your, your anatomy and everything. Right. Um, and then gender, gender is um, kind of what we've been talking about too. It's what society expects of you based on your biological sex. So, or what you feel more like and what you want to project out. Like some people, yeah, don't want to have a gender or don't identify having a gender. No, because they like to buck the trend and more power to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, the gender identity would, would fall under that, like how you identify, you know, uh, a girl who didn't, uh, a biological female, you know, who didn't grow up playing with Barbie dolls and doesn't wear dresses or paint their nails or do any of the things that society says a girl should do, you know, primp their hair and pluck their eyelashes and whatever else right. might not identify as female, might not feel comfortable as identifying as female. doesn't mean she doesn't have the anatomy of a, of a female or the chromosomes of a female. It's just, she doesn't, or they don't, um, conform to society's, uh, role that they put out for I think, them i think that's the biggest thing with like you know gen like transgender is there is a difference between how you feel inside of your mind and how you look outside of your body yeah um so it's that disconnect and um obviously i'm not transgender you're not transgender i no. do know a few people who are yeah i haven't had super deep conversations with them i just kind of um like their friends on facebook so i do see their posts and um, same and and they tend to be very expressive about how they feel and things like that so i i have a, a general idea um but it's it, it's definitely hard for them on another level i think also because they they're lost in this mix of like what is expected of me what does society see me as and and they're they're in that place of they don't know and nobody really does know um but i i think it kind of is starting to come back around to the traditional men and women's roles in society is starting to change things are starting to get more to this gray area so yes that there are going to be some standards and traditions that are upheld and certain things are expected of certain people who look a certain way but i don't know i think we're starting to evolve closer to everyone's starting to be treated more as individuals especially in america than than it has been in the past you're not solely based on on what's between your legs. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more to any 
uh, person than what's between their legs or you know any any superficial physical feature. Um, and I, I I hope that people you know start to realize that and accept that more as time goes on. You know these um, these ideas that we have, whether they be about our roles in society as men or as women or our roles in society as, you know, um, parents or non-parents or, or Caucasians or Hispanics or African-Americans or, or anything like that. Like these, there's so many ideas about so many things that do not exist outside of the fact that we generally have agreed that they exist and they matter. You know, and those things change when we decide it's time for them to change. And there's a lot of, of areas both um, within the, the topic of the sexes and everything that falls under that and, and outside of that where I personally feel like change is not only needed, but thankfully it's it's starting to occur. So And I, I think I think it's a good change that it's starting to change from we are men and women to we are just people. We are just people. And yep. and treat people like they're people. It doesn't matter the words that they use to describe themselves. It doesn't. It matters to them the words that they use to describe themselves probably, but it doesn't it shouldn't matter to anybody else how anyone else identifies. Be who you are as long as you treat people right and you're honest and and good. To people, like, that, that's really all that matters. Yeah, be true to yourself, you know. Um, don't treat other people um, like like crap just because they're different than you. And um, don't treat yourself like crap um, just because you feel like you don't fit uh, a certain societal stereotype. You know what I mean? Because I'm not the most masculine guy or because, you know, I don't find um, females of a, of a certain type uh, physically attractive to me. Yeah, it's be just how I am. Be just, curious about people who are different than you, and be loving to yourself for who you yeah, are. as long as you're not, you as long as you're not being an asshole, like you should be good. So I think I think we should take this time for you to accept all of the bad things that men have ever done, and I'll accept all the bad things women have ever done, and we'll go at this point being forward. We're just people. We're not men and women anymore. Yep, that's that's fine with me. <laughs> I think I think that's a good thing to do. We will um, put links up um, about you know all the stuff we've kind of touched on here. And um, if you're interested to, to learn more about it or continue you know, this conversation, yeah, continue this conversation with people, you know, or with us, if you want to, you know, send us a message on any of our, you know, social media platforms that you can do that on our Facebook or through our email or something like that. We, we obviously welcome that. Um, as we've said many times before, we're not experts on any of the things we talk about. Um, we try to do, you know, as much research as two people who work full-time jobs and um, have everything else going on in life can can do. Um, but we're, we're obviously prone to uh, not being perfect and, and stuff like that. We're just trying to be honest and real. And, uh, and like we said at the top of this, this is a conversation that could go on for hours and hours. It is. And, it is. Maybe and, we'll do another episode and, and go a little bit deeper into this. If I people, we if we get a good response to this, I think that'll, that'll make that more likely, but for we'll sure. see. So... Um, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks for checking in this week's episode of the ASAP podcast, where we talked about the sexes and many things under that category. Hopefully we did a halfway decent job. And hopefully you talk to us about it. You can reach out to us at any of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook at Another Smart Ass Perspective. We're at Twitter at ASAP Podcast. But if you want to email us directly, anothersmartassperspective at gmail.com. Or if you don't want to remember any of that, you can just go to our website directly at anothersmartassperspective.captivate.fm. Send us your thoughts.